Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Get to Know Your Customers Day, Tony. Do you have anything you'd like to know about our viewers? Tony Kornheiser, yes. Do you choose to watch this show, or is it just on in the nursing home? Oh, I'd like to know that. Man. What? Wow. So you don't think? Yeah. What? Get off his lawn. You don't think? Well, wow. you don't think that anybody under the age of 70 is watching this show? I hope under 70. Stop it. Maybe only a couple you know, of years under 70. You know, under 60, maybe. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, NFL owners approve a new owner in Washington. Marty Fish says his heckler was betting against him. And Buster only joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the British Open, where round one was played at Royal Liverpool. At the top of the leaderboard at minus five are the well-known Englishman Tommy Fleetwood, the somewhat known Argentinian Emiliano Grillo, and the unknown Christo Lamprecht, a 22-year-old amateur from South Africa by way of Georgia Tech. Now, typically, the day one leaderboard is filled with unfamiliar names like Antoine Rosner and Adrian Otegui, but there's also Wyndham Clark, Max Homa, and Jordan Spieth lurking. So, Wilbon, what is your biggest takeaway from day one? That nothing happened today. And I watched. I woke up at some absurd Kornheiser-like hour to I was turn watching. on and watch. And I loved I it. I watching. love it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. There's no takeaway because the weather hasn't gotten there yet. We keep. We keep. We, we're promised, and, and this is another Kornheisery, you know, sort of situation where you keep watching the weather forecast like you do obsessively, and you yeah. wait for some, you know, sea, some winds to blow in off whatever seaside it is. I'm waiting for that, too, because I'm, I'm promised it. I love the fact that the kid from Georgia Tech, are you kidding me? And I watched him be yeah. interviewed, and he's just so confident. Now, you, you're confident until, you know, the winds start blowing at 40 miles an hour and you shoot 80. But, I mean, there's some weird yeah. things, Tony, like JT having a nine carted on that one hole where he couldn't get out of a bunker, and now it's like three major championships in a row where he, he's just not himself and he's struggling. But I'm waiting. I mean, it's a nice prelude, but that's all this was yeah. today for me. I'm just going to remind you of something that was said on this show yesterday. What? That Steve Sands had told me yesterday that he was thinking patient players, not bombers, patient players yeah. would yeah. win this thing. And he named four people. Well, Sands, he named he Colin Morikawa. He named Fowler. He named Terrell Hatton, and he named Fleetwood. And Fleetwood is sitting there leading. at minus five. Yeah. Now, neither you nor I expect the kid from Georgia Tech to be there no. on Sunday. No. But if Fleetwood, an Englishman, is there on Sunday, there's going to be huge drama at the end of the British Open. If you ask me my biggest takeaway, it is the same takeaway, Mike, that I have every time I watch the British Open, which is these bunkers yeah. are hellacious yeah. on 18... <laughs> Did you see what Rom? I saw Rom go backwards twice out of bunkers. We know that has to Rory McIlroy needed two to get out and made a great par save on 18. Those bunkers, you and I, I would just simply pick it up and throw it out. Wait for somebody haven't not to you be looking. Played at the great courses I, in Ireland and no, Scotland. You no, haven't. Not like. I haven't played those. I have not. I'll say this other thing, and too. And this one's in England, of course. You, but, I mean, there, there's, there's such great similarities and there's such you beauty. You can't win it. And the weather always comes in and says, particularly to Americans, used to play in but Florida you can't and Arizona. Win. Gotcha. Huh? Let me finish. Give me a shot at this. You can't win a major on the first day, but you can lose it. Mike, mm -hmm. I would 
Well, Justin Thomas, he's, that's Friday, 9 and, and plus 11. He's lost. But I think plus 3 may be too far away. I think Rahm and Dustin Johnson are plus 3. Eight, may eight actually be too far away. Yeah, they may be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fairway Jesus. Greatest nickname in sports right. currently. I, All you know. time. Yeah. Let's move to the National Football League where owners officially approved the sale of the Washington football team. 76ers owner Josh Harris can now close on his purchase of said team from Dan Snyder for just over $6 billion. Snyder bought the team from the estate of the late Jack Kent Cook for $800 million in 1999. And since then, the reputation of the franchise and God knows the performance have declined dramatically. Tone, do you think this franchise can ever recapture what it once meant to the city and to the league. Ever is a long time. It's a long time. I have some trouble thinking they're going to recapture what they meant to the league. In mm. order to do that, they're going to have to rattle off a few Super Bowls, and they are miles away right now. Yeah. But maybe you and I differ on this. I think they can come back and rule the city of Washington, D.C. I think the fan base is there. It's just dormant. There was a story in the Washington Post about a month ago tracing the decline of fan interest in the Washington yeah. football team, which we both know to be true. But it said the next most popular team was the baseball team. And, Mike, the baseball team is for sale, and it's a last-place team. It said the next most popular team was the hockey team. The hockey team is old. It's missing the playoffs, and the Ovechkin era is ending. And the Washington Post said nobody cares about the basketball team. It's an NFL city. The two NFL cities that spring to mind for me are Washington and Denver, more than any of the others. So I think if they get the new owner, if they make the playoffs a couple of times, if they get the stadium back at RFK, then we have what I would like to call the bandwagon effect, and they can rule the city yeah, again. I'd love I do to that. have the bandwagon effect inside joke for those of us who know. Um, Tony? I, I, I kind of disagree with you on this one. F first of all, there's a team in Baltimore. And there was a team in Baltimore when the Washington team was in its heyday, too. It was the Colts. But the Ravens, yeah. as you know, Tony, when you didn't have a team that people cared about or loved anymore in Washington, like a lot of them in the last 20 years, they defected, particularly where I live at the top of the Beltway in Montgomery County, Maryland. And they went. They said, you know what? There's an attractive, appealing, competitive, winning team with an owner-friendly situation in Baltimore, Steve Bashotti, we're going there. My son is almost 16 years old. We go to football games everywhere in America. We go to sports. That's what we do. He has never seen Washington play a home game. Never. Right. And, Tony, right. none of his friends, most of his friends have not either because they go where their parents grew up. And you know how transient Washington is. You and I moved in from other big cities, New York and Chicago. Right. Tone, I don't know. I hear you on the stadium at RFK. It's going to get some people back. But, Tony, it's a new day. And they lost people in a place where folks root for other people anyway. This is the big problem for the Bullets and the Wizards over the past 40 years. So I don't know that they can recapture. I think it's there. I think it's there. The Ravens have got a to literally, literally people in the streets. Literally people in the streets. They, they're waiting. They're waiting with bated breath. The yeah. new owner is going to inherit gobs of goodwill. 
People want this want team him. to be yes, great again do. because their past is associated with that greatness. Are they all and in I, nursing I homes, by the way, since chance. you made that joke about no, the show? No, they're in Are their they 40s. Are they all over 60? No, no. They're okay. in their 30s Just and 40s. No, accent. they're not. Right. The only thing I worry about, Mike, is that this owner at the last minute is going to say the following sentence. Eh, I don't know. I think I want a little more. We move now to last week's celebrity golf event and the critical moment on 18 when some bozo screamed out in the middle of Marty Fish's backswing, resulting in an errant drive by Fish. Ultimately, this led to Steph Curry sinking an eagle putt and beating Fish, who entered 18 in the lead. Yesterday, Fish told the Ryan Russillo podcast that nearby fans told him the guy who yelled out did so because he had a bet on Curry. Yeah. Wilbon, whether or not this is true, could you see this happening more often? Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often already. But Tony, it can only happen. It can't happen in a basketball game where people are screaming stuff anyway, or a baseball game where you're not even close enough for anybody who matters to hear you. Golf and tennis are the places it could happen, and really golf, because that's the place where you have people holding up paddles with quiet pleas before somebody you right. know, goes into their backswing. And so I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. And, and particularly, Tony, remember, this event was in Nevada. This event is right there at, amongst casinos and betters. I, I've actually yeah. played in this event when I could actually still play some years ago. And everybody is into the betting that whole weekend, so I'm surprised it didn't. And I feel bad for Marty Fish, even though I, of course, am always rooting for Stephen Curry. Yeah, um, my sense of this is that golf has to be aware of this possibility. Yeah, because when a guy's shooting on the line, it doesn't matter who's yelling. When no. a guy's kicking a field, and nobody cares. There's noise. But what that. can you do? But it does. It it does. Well, the first thing you do is you empower rules officials if this happens to give the guy another swing. Ooh. Then you find you find the lout who does it, right. and you kick him out. Not just at this golf tournament, but all sporting events. In the same way that if he said something untoward, yeah. you would bar him from it's every sporting strange. event that you could. Yeah. I think this is what happens now. Leagues were very afraid of gambling because they thought games would be fixed. Athletes make too much money to fix games now. But now but because fans. you can bet on every putt, now, yes. now you have to <laughs> worry about disruption yes. like this of a golf Disruptors, tournament. Baby. I, a week and a half ago, if you told me this would have happened, I would have said you're crazy. And Ooh. now I'm looking at it in the culture that we're in. I'm saying I, oh, yeah. I should have known better. I should have known better. It can happen. You can bet on anything. Let's take a break. Coming up, the Yankees stink. They do. What can they do with the trade deadline to turn things around? We're going to ask Buster Olney. We'll also ask him if there are any dark horse teams that could trade for Shohei. They can't yell out in a guy in the middle of his swing on 18. Can't do it. it was just, you did it, but it was bad. It was just bad. And Marty Fish. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. With a trade deadline just a week and a half away, let's dig into some baseball with our good friend Buster Only. Let's start with the Yankees. The Yankees lost again last night. Aaron Boone said, and this is a direct quote, we stink right now. Where can they find help, Buster? Which teams figure to be the biggest sellers if the Yankees want to buy? Yeah, Tony, I think there's a potential match between the Yankees and the Chicago Cubs, who at some point will aggressively become sellers, and they will trade off Cody Bellinger, who, of course, a former MVP in the National League, someone who is gold glove caliber at all three outfield spots and at first base. It's the type of guy that for the Yankees, who could help prop up that, uh, that, that lineup struggling so badly. I think the Cubs are going to be out there with Marcus Stroman as well. He's arguably going to become the best starting pitcher available. Wow. Yeah, Marcus Stroman, who's begging to stay on the north side, and they don't seem to want to have him. The, the Angels, of course, are the team that swept the Yankees' buster and to move back to over 500. But we're going to jump to the chase. Where do things stand with Shohei? Is it as simple? If the Angels decided to trade him as, you know, Dodgers, Seattle, the obvious places in the West that people have speculated on, or is there a sleeper or two that you might enlighten us on? Yeah, and I think as of this moment, I know as of this moment, he's not available. And, of course, their three-game sweep of the Yankees absolutely complicates that decision. According to fan graphs, the Angels' chances for, for making the playoffs as of this morning are at 13%. Not great, but for a team that hasn't been in the postseason in almost a decade, that's something that they're going to shoot for. Now, if they decide to trade him before the deadline, a team to watch, the Tampa Bay Rays. You talk with executives with other teams, and they say Tampa Bay has a sort of prospect package that they could put together that could interest the Angels. And look, they had a tremendous first half. They have drifted backward in the standings. They fell out of first place just yesterday. Otani would help their rotation where they've had a lot of injuries. He would help their lineup. All right. If we're talking about contenders and some of these teams we mentioned, like the Angels are trying to become that Tampa, still that despite some backslide. But of the legit contenders, Buster, who needs the most help and who's likely to go out and aggressively search for help? I say watch the Houston Astros. who are trying to become the first team since the 98 to 2000 Yankees to win back-to-back champions, uh, championships. I was in their clubhouse last week, and it was amazing how much confidence that group has, Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, that they believe that they're going to be able to figure it out, but they do need a starting pitcher. You know, Having lost Justin Verlander off last year's team, a lot of injuries, 
Dana Brown, their first-year general manager, has said he's going to add a starting pitcher at some point, and they would love a left-handed hitter, someone who can play in the outfield. Cody Bellinger would be matched for them as well. I'll get you out of here on this quest next question, but I'm going to say this first. I haven't said a word in a couple of minutes because I'm trying to absorb the fact that Cody Bellinger would would be out of Chicago. He just got to yeah. Chicago. 313, and I was watching 12 home him, runs, decent runs. I was watching him against the Nats again. the last few games. Yeah. He's still a really great player, so I'm sort of well, not blown great. away not by that. Not great anymore, but Tony, but really good. <laughs> I didn't know they'd move Greatness him. Let's good. get to this question. The Dodgers, big-time team, they usually make a move. What could they do? What are they looking at? This is the worst Dodgers pitching performance that we've seen since they moved to Los Angeles, Ooh. in part because of some of the injuries that they mm. suffered, uh, but also lack of performance. And Andrew Friedman, who's the head of baseball operations there, has said he's going to go out and look for starting pitching. I think Marcus Stroman would be a great matchup with that team, someone with a lot of experience, someone who's incredibly motivated through the rest of this year because he can opt out of his contract. He'd be a great addition for the Dodgers. If it's not him, maybe a Jack Flaherty of the St. Louis Cardinals, Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox. Wow. wow. Thank good. you, Buster. Thank Buster, you very much. It. Say hello to your cows for us and stay away from oat milk ice cream. <laughs> Let's take one last break, but still to come, what was up with Bryce Harper watching pitches zip right by him last night? And the Women's World Cup is underway down under. If you can figure out that time zone, you can watch some of it. Stroman. Stroman goes out there and gives the Cubs a great effort pretty much every start. And, you know, just let him go. Let him walk. Let him go. Yeah. Are you nice. not surprised about Bellinger maybe um, being moved? You're not surprised? I, I don't want to know. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino. So order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right. It's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com, promo code P-T-I. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 55th birthday, Jimmy Carson. History lesson, kids. The Michigan-born hockey player was drafted number two overall 
by the Los Angeles Kings in 1986. Carson played two seasons there. He scored 37 goals in his first season, and in his second season at 19 years old, Carson scored 55 goals. Lit it up. At the time, that was the most goals by an American-born player, and it remains the most ever by a teenager. A record 18-year-old Connor Bedard will have two cracks at. Carson was traded from L.A. to Edmonton in 1988 as part of the deal that brought Wayne Gretzky to the Kings. Wow. In his one year at Edmonton, Carson had 49 goals. But in 1989, he demanded to be traded and was sent to Detroit. The package of players Edmonton received helped them win the Stanley Cup that season. But Tony, he sort of fell off the table after that. Had like one 34-goal season in Detroit, but then it was just gone. And to start yeah. like that at 18 and 19, that's a wow. wow. I, I don't remember him having, or anybody that young, having that many goals. I tell you what, I'd settle for that for Connor Bedard. At 18 or 19, 55 goals, I'll take that right now. Of course you would, it'd be a record. Yeah. This is a record. Happy yeah. anniversary, Hank Aaron. On this day 47 years ago, Hammer and Hank hit his 755th and final home run. Aaron was back in Milwaukee where his career began with the Braves. With the Braves long gone to Atlanta, Aaron was playing for the Brewers, owned by his dear friend Bud Seeley. It was largely a ceremonial year. The 42-year-old Aaron played in just 23 games after hitting 755. After Aaron's death in 2021, his widow Billy was honored at the All-Star Game in Colorado. She was presented on the field with a framed Aaron number 44 jersey with each All-Star signature around the border and a painting depicting Aaron's journey from his young days to becoming a Hall of Famer. One of the many things I love about Shohei is his performance makes people go back and review Ruth. We need something to happen so people can, you know, more frequently review Aaron and Mays and some of the great, great, great players, Tony, that we watched growing up, who quite frankly are still the greatest players. Willie, no one has surpassed Willie Mays to me. Willie Mays is the greatest player yeah. of all time to me. And yep. he and Ruth yep. and Aaron, yep. that, that discussion still needs to start with them. Happy trails to Bryce Harper swinging during this six-pitch strikeout. The two-time NL MVP appeared completely disinterested in swinging at anything Milwaukee's Hobie Milner threw at him in the sixth inning last night. Harper left his bat on his shoulder through strike one, ball one, ball two, ball three, strike two, and strike three. Quote, I guess the scouting report he was going with was that I was going to throw four balls before three strikes, Milner said after saying he'd never seen anything quite like what Harper did or didn't do. The Athletic reported Harper had a fever Tuesday night and lost his voice yesterday, which may explain his silence on this very weird at bat. Yeah, maybe he was just sick and shouldn't have been out there. I, I don't know, maybe he took some crazy cold medicine that left him like spaced out, I, but he didn't, you know, he didn't. It looked like some sort well, of sitcom know. setup. He'll tell us at some point. We go to the big finish. Let's do it. New Zealand upset Norway at the Women's World Cup. Is that a big deal? I guess. But the bigger deal is, I, I don't know where the games are. I didn't even know Women's World Cup was starting last night. Where, where are the games, and can we see them given the time difference? I, that's, I want to see the games. The Athletic reports that Rob Manford will be re-elected baseball commissioner next week. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Baseball's better this year than it's been in the last 10 years. Sure it does. Arsenal beat MLS in the MLS All-Star game yesterday, 5-0. You surprised? Maybe Ronaldo was right. Huh? He ripped MLS. I, maybe 5-0 doesn't look good. It's an All-Star team. 
Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin says he's benefited, he has benefited from NIL and Portal, but it's been a disaster for college football. You agree with that? I think it's, I think it's nonsense. The word I would use is chaotic. It, it's chaotic. It's yeah. fun, but it's chaotic. Yeah. Last one, Orioles and Rays start a four-game set tonight. Is that a big deal? The Rays are two and four since the break, and they're three and eleven in July, huh? Time for the O's to no take good. advantage of that. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Somebody get Wilbon a schedule of the World Cup, huh? He wants to yeah, watch. For me. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's Sports Center. Go get another TV. PTI.